So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Halloween Horror Nights Orlando has mastered the art of the scare. We'll cover each year of this amazing event one by one, picking through the bones and uncovering its past. So join us now as we open another tomb inside the catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Welcome to this first episode of Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. My name is Matt, and I'll be your host in this series along with my good friend and fellow Halloween Horror Nights fan, Quint. Say hi, Quint. Hello. How are you doing? So this is the, as I said, introduction episode. It's technically number zero. And what we're going to do is talk about what this show is all about, what our experience is with the event, and what we are looking forward to talking about in this series, learning in this series, and what we're looking forward to in the future of Halloween Horror Nights. So really, just to get things started, I will just start with my story quick here. We'll be real casual and informal here. Uh, I started going... To Halloween Horror Nights. Well, I guess I should explain. Let me step back just a touch. Chances are you know what Halloween Horror Nights are, or else you wouldn't be downloading this podcast. But if you are a loyal fan of our network or any of our other shows that you heard us talk about this on and you're not familiar with it, I can give you a brief description. What we're talking about is the Halloween Horror Nights event, the annual event at Universal Studios Orlando, specifically in this series. And it is their just all out top-notch, can't-miss-for-me, Halloween-themed horror event that happens when the park closes. It goes all night, and it's filled with different... It's like Vegas with blood, man. It is. That's a great description. That is perfect. It really is. It's, it's, it really is. There's drinks. There's there's a lot of cute women. There's, yeah, there's a lot of blood. There's chainsaws. There, it's... There's, it really is. It's Vegas. There's shows. There's rides. There, you're right. It is. And Absolutely. you can walk along the streets with your with your drink, just like in Vegas. Absolutely. But it's like, it has been a can't miss for me for a while. And I will get to how I uh, drug Quinn into this very shortly here, actually. So that is the event. That is the event. I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure you know what it is. But if not, there's, there's the rough uh, outline of it. If you don't know what it is, this is a great year for you to go and <laughs> yeah. check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. This one, I've been more, th- that's what's prompted this show. This is, it's been going on for 24 years. So this year's it's uh silver anniversary. I actually had to look up what 25 was. It's the 25th anniversary. And just l- once 24 ended last year and I knew 25 was next, I just could not stop thinking about it. And that's really what prompted this show. It's, uh, I get, I tend to get uh, not, maybe to a degree obsessive, but I like to learn the history of things. I like to know how things got to where they were and, it's an event Oops. I really like, and obsessive is a good word. Okay, obsessive. That's probably, or else I wouldn't have as many notes as I have for every year of the show, of this <laughs> event. Had I hadn't, yeah, have a bit of obsessiveness here. So, I think that is, like I said, I, I think that's the rough outline of what it is. You're certainly going to learn more if you don't know what it's about. You're certainly going to learn more about it. That's what this show is about. It's about 
each year, each episode is going to cover a year of the event, starting with its very first one in 1991, leading up to 2015, which we'll actually be doing a, uh, mm, I don't know if live's the right, right word, but a, a, up, a, uh, what's what's the phrase I'm looking for? A not a live we, report. A uh, we will be doing a post uh, a yeah. post attendance report. There you go. There you go. Thank you. That's it. Post attendance. It'll be the first one that we do. That's the same year, obviously, because we're just starting now. So, and honestly, I, I'm not sure why we haven't done this in the last few years, and that that'll be uh, obvious why I'm asking that question as we go along. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it is. It seems like a no brainer for us. It's like I've always wanted to do some kind of theme park podcast because a little history of myself i live in orlando i'm literally smack middle between disney and universal with sea world being a stone's throw away i'm constantly going to one park or the other mostly universal you know i will say it now and not just because of halloween hard nights but universal is my favorite of all the ones around here and i've always wanted to do some kind of theme park coverage but could never really find a niche because there's so many very good shows that cover theme parks i didn't want to just throw my hat in the ring and do the same thing everyone else does I don't know. I guess I was thinking about the 25th year and then discussing it with you when we were together in, in California. It finally dawned on me. That's like, wait a minute. That's the show we should be doing because that's the one we can talk Absolutely. about without any struggle of getting through an episode. No, we, we get together and we talk about Halloween Horror Nights for a couple of hours almost every time we get together. <laughs> this is so true, like, yeah. <laughs> why not put this on the network, right? Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, um, yeah, I guess I could, sh- I, now I, I guess that's a better point to lead into my history. So I've been going since 1999, wish I'd been going since 1991, but I didn't live in Orlando. And in fact, I left the, I lived in another country between then. So, oh, well, better, better, a little late than never. I've now, I say drug Quint to this, but it wasn't much of a, uh, dragging. It no, was just, yeah, no, no, there was <laughs> was no pretty, dragging pretty easy sell. Um, how the I only- the only real question, and then never mind. Explain a little bit more about your history, and then I'll ask my real question. Okay, how I had gotten even into going to the event, other than it just being awesome, was I? Well, I did finally move to Florida in 1997. I had heard about it, but never really caught on to what it was. I was still getting used to where I was living, just uh, getting my feet on the ground, meeting people and whatnot. And the people that I was meeting were not big theme park fans. Not not until. About a year later, when I had met my girlfriend, as she was starting to work at Universal Studios, and that year in 1998, to pick up some extra hours and to get her foot in the door in entertainment, she worked at Halloween Horror Nights. So that's when I really got some detail on what the show uh, the event was, and I really wanted to go, but it was just one of those poor planning things where I never really got the uh, get my, got my shit together to go and see it that year. Unfortunately, then when I, it came and went. I was sad I missed it. 1999 came around again, or came around. My wife now, be, or my girlfriend now became my wife, and I, together we were not going to miss going to Halloween Horror Nights because she had just heard me for a year lamenting how I had missed it after <laughs> finally learning exactly what it was. So we did. We went together. And after that, it, it, I'd never stopped. 2002, 2000, all the way up to last year. And the most significant change in that was in 2011 when i brought you along quint and had i don't want to say i didn't have fun with my wife but we'll say this is not (laughs) her thing this is way more your thing and it brought a much more enjoyable overall experience going with you ever since then right so that was 2011 and we've known each other since about 2005 
something like that. Anyway, my, my, my real question is, why in the fuck did it take so long for you to, <laughs> to clue me into this shit? That's a good question. And that probably goes to for the... Um Right back to what I said, I'd always gone with my wife. I had a great time. She necessarily did. I wouldn't say she had ever had a bad time. She did not have the time I had. So I'm sure. like, I must be not. Well, I'm certainly not alone in this. I've met now <laughs> thousands. If you want to, if you want to be technical, we have seen, we've seen hundreds of thousands of Halloween Horror Nights fans since oh, I've, yeah. met, I've met several of them. In fact, just this past weekend, I, I was in a room full of them and, um, so I know I'm not alone, but I figured in my circle of friends, I must be alone and didn't ever really bring it up. But there was, uh, I know why I finally decided to introduce you to it and see what you thought was you were here. You and your wife were here over your mm-hmm. wife's birthday weekend. We had done the Disney thing. We had done a, done a couple other things. Then there was a night where it's, you know, let's do it. Let the girls do something. You and I do something. And I'm like, Halloween Horror Nights. You're here on Halloween Horror Nights. I want you to see this. I want to see what you think. Right. I think at least we'll have fun drinking and, and people watching. Didn't know what to expect because this was something I never really told you about. Well, I mean, I, I think we planned it out beforehand, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like I planned it that night. It was like planning yeah. for that trip. Yeah, planning for that trip. And and for me, I you know, so I love Halloween. And Halloween's always been one of my favorite absolutely favorite holidays ever because I just, you know, even though I don't do any of the dress up stuff anymore, I always loved dressing up and I always loved seeing people's creativity and costumes and all that stuff. But when you told me about Halloween Horror Nights, I was like, yeah, okay. I've never seen a haunted house that was, you know, <laughs> decent. And right. I've never seen a haunted house that was more than like spaghetti with meatballs for eyes and, you know, bleh. and okay, so they're going to upgrade this and it's going to be whatever. But, you know, we're out there, going to be out there with my wife. Matt loves doing this thing with his wife. So we're going to give them, they're going to go out drinking. Matt's going to take me out drinking. He's going to stay sober so he can drive us home. (laughs) And, you know, we're going to just have a good time doing something at Universal in the evening. And yeehaw. Um, I had no idea what I was in for. (laughs) Right. I absolutely did not have any idea what I was in for. Um, so I've been to Universal Studios with you several times before this. Yes. I've seen what they do with their actors. I've seen what they do with their props. I've seen what they do with their animatronics. Um, they do a really good job. And I'm not just saying this because your wife works there or anything. I think that <laughs> Universal does a really good job. I think Universal really is much more adult-themed than uh, Disney and, and the other stuff right off the bat. Right. Um, and you know, they're good at this stuff. And so I went into this thinking, all right, you know, this is going to be Halloween for kids. Sort of. I was thinking Disney. I, I be honest. I was thinking that. Oh, right? wow. Okay. Cause I didn't, I mean, it's a theme park. Right. And then I don't know. Cause I don't think we talked about until we got into the line that, like there's an age limit, I think. Isn't there? There's not technically. I mean, oh, there's not. No, technically. There's, you could bring in a newborn, and I've seen people with strollers, but it is printed. You and you really have to go out of your way to ignore this this uh, suggestion. It says everywhere in modern the we'll say the past five years on the brochures, the the advertising every there. It says is meant for adults, children. Right. It doesn't say discourage to take them, but it pretty much says don't don't bring, bring your, your kids. kids. But it, you know. And and when I got into the line, I all of a sudden started realizing that this was like, 
No, this is a pretty big deal because like it's like all the people who are the cool kids are here, right? And if this was just like a geeky sort of Disney-ish kind of thing, then I don't. It wasn't the vibe I was getting, right? Right. And then we get in, and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, we can drink. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. By yeah. the way. So we were on our way to get a drink, and you're like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna dip into this account and i'm gonna get us fast passes (laughs) oh yeah that's a story we should tell that is uh things changed for me forever that night on fast pass we well there's a little more to that we went and we didn't know this we didn't know we actually found this out on the way to the front gate it ended up being like some kind of school night where like the Mm -hmm. school local schools got a real serious discount on getting in and it was overrun It, it wasn't i don't care that there was a lot of kids there it was just a lot of people and yeah. I was like, I want you to see everything. I have the luxury of going every night. Yeah. I get to see everything by the end. You're not going to. Uh, let's. I'm going to spring for some express passes for us. And, and that, that was that, like that, best thing we ever did. That changed but, my but, Halloween Horror Night going experience forever. And I think we'll talk about that at some yeah. point. But, but so by the time I got into this, I was like, I was not sure what the hell I was getting into, right? I'd gone from, okay, we're going to Disney, Halloween, something. Matt likes it. It's cool. It should be fun. I'll get drunk. I'm great. And then, you know, get in this. We get the, the passes and our first drinks. And I'm like, I'm walking around. And, like, one of the first things I see is, like, there's a car on fire. And I'm like, <laughs> we ain't in Kansas anymore, Toto. <laughs> <That's>, like, <laughs> that, yeah, that was one of the first impressions I had when I – uh went as well as that um the very first time i went i always had wondered i was like how good can it be because you they don't close down the park they have to turn everything over i know the gates are only closed for an hour or two how on earth can they turn over the park to some to anything we're seeing in two hours well i mean it's amazing yeah Yeah, i mean the the behind the scenes crew there and i I mean I, i don't know if there's some of those are actors or not but the behind the scenes crew there does not get nearly enough credit for what goes on there because oh my god they they completely transform that half of the park and it's just it's incredible we'll be talking a lot over the episodes about different behind the scenes elements and whatnot and i've gotten to uh no, had the pleasure of meeting and actually gotten to know a couple of people that work on it every year, and and maybe I I I, I may, maybe we'll even have them on. But I have some I wouldn't call it insider information. I'm not going to uh, tell anybody anything that I I don't think I'm supposed to or without their okay. But but there's certainly notes that are not. It's not trade secrets by any yeah, means. I'm, I'm so looking forward to this stuff because yeah. like you know, um, and, and and so. When I came out of that first experience, my, my real question, I, and I think I even asked you that, I was like, why is this the first time we're doing this? <laughs> I know, right? and, and by the way, Matt, I am never visiting you at Christmas again. I'm coming in October yeah, every no, fucking year. No, well, yeah, it was, a, it was, you were, yeah, that's right. I, it, it, we've done this so often now, I've forgotten. That's when you did come. You came. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's three of us typically. And then our friend Dave mm-hmm. will be on uh, for at least the 24th episode because that's the first time oh, yeah. he came but uh yeah i guess our birthdays are in december that's i was trying to remember why on earth do you guys come at christmas that's why because me and dave's birthdays are in december yeah and december was a good time when when dave and i were both working in tech december was a good time for us oh, to get true, some time yeah, off. right and you know there was there was a whole bunch of reasons we were doing it in december but um yeah when 2011 hit it was like yeah no we're just switching this over to october i don't give a fuck dave i'm done done. your birthdays i'll get you something i'll call you whatever you know i'll give you a call um 
Yeah, because this was just like, no, this is what I want to do. Yeah, this is a can I, I can't miss now for all of us, and it's it's yeah, so much fun going together. Yeah, oh, and, that, and and that's the best part. It's like it's not only do I get to go and do Halloween Horror Nights, it's like I get to go and hang out with Matt and do all the stuff that we always did in in December anyway, and I get to go see Halloween Horror Nights. It's like everything is just like, yeah, I'm checking off so many fucking <laughs> right, boxes true, yeah. in my. In my category of awesome, there are so many boxes being checked here that it's like, it's fucking fantastic. And it's my wife's birthday. So she, yeah. she's has no problem traveling for it and spending the time with Christy and, and, you know, your wife and her and her go off and do stuff. So another in the awesome category, checking off the box. So yeah, it always ends up being just uh, a blast. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, while we were talking out of curiosity to answer the question, I think we opened this discussion with, I grabbed one of the event guides randomly and it's 22. So this is in 2012 and everywhere that I turned this basically more or less, there's a couple of flip overs. I don't see it, but I see a big thing that says warning event may be too intense for young children and is not recommended for children under 13. So there's right. people are often warned, but often ignore it. But, but honestly, you know, I've been for what, four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really don't see a lot of children at the event. Yeah. I don't really note it. I just, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I notice a stroller in front of me when there's a, sure. it's hard to miss. That's really it. Yeah. So, and and, I, shake, and, I shake my head going, Oh, that's, Oh, I mean, that's their choice. I'm not going to say anything to them. I just, it's, it's a really, it's my first thought as weird as it may be is like, you're, you, that's another admission you have to pay. And th- what are they getting? What are they getting out of it? Yeah, but uh, but you're thinking about it from a resident's point of view. From my point of view, it's like, you know, parents really wanted to go see this. And yeah, they're probably true. trading off the kid to go hang out in line to go to a haunted house or two each. Yeah, and yep. getting a little bit of what's going on. And, and, you know, that's all they get, right? You know, that's a point I never considered. And if that is true in the most case, that's that's a very good point. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I hate, I'd hate for someone to do all that traveling and be there at that time of year and miss it. And if they're responsible enough to keep there, there's plenty of safe areas. You could watch the kid back and forth. Yeah. I know a lot of the strollers that we've looked into have had like headphones on the kids and then gear protection and all that stuff. So that the kids aren't, you know, being inundated with screams and all this stuff. So, you know, some of them are actually looking like semi-responsible parents, but I, but I get where you're coming from. For me, it's like, that's to me, that's not a kid friendly area. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I really, haven't thought this is the biggest conversation we'd ever had on this subject. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't have children, so I don't, ha- I'm not, I don't have to worry about the decision. So hey, I don't have children, but, I, but you know, you know, my niece and nephew are close. So I, I get all of the, the parent stuff from, gotcha. yep. from her all the time. So I'll be honest. You know, there's, there's <laughs> things where you've you got to make compromises when you're a parent. I, and I get some of that. Here's my, here's my honest, opinion whenever i see anybody in front of me whether it be a stroller a two-year-old five-year-old or 50-year-old that's just one more person in front of me from what i want to do so i don't that, i want them out of my way absolutely well <laughs> no, stroller strollers just piss me off to start with <laughs> right. i mean you know seriously I, I, i'm sorry if there's parents listening to this and you like your strollers good on you but fuck i hate them god i hate them airports god fuck no theme parks ah no and just fuck but anyway, but anyway, so I, that is without getting into our specific years, that's a pretty good introduction to ourselves and our, uh, obsession with it. I think, I think so too. I mean, I, 
I, I will be talk I don't want to sit here and start pointing out everything I love because no, I'm no, going to be I have those for every year. I've stuff I wish I'd seen and then when we get to nineteen ninety nine, it's a whole different set of notes. Right. And and for me, it's like uh, you know, we've got the up to ninety nine is for you and me, it's kind of both sort of the same thing. It's like, what did they do those years? And you know, we're, we'll be looking at this kind of like from the outside looking in, going, wow, that would have been fun. And then 99 hits and it'll be just like you know me sitting here going god you're a fucking dick why didn't you invite me <laughs> right yeah and then you know once we get to the joint years it'll be just it'll be yep. better yep i'm looking forward to all of it oh me too me too let's actually from there let's let's just break into a little bit of how the we'll get a, a sense and give the audience whoever is kind enough to listen to this a sense of how the show is going to go i have some history leading up to the start of halloween horror nights in orlando and one of these things a lot of people know, and it's that the very first event, it wasn't even called Halloween Horror Nights, it was called Fright Nights, took place in Hollywood in 1986. This is a story many people know, many people don't discuss because they're, and just out of respect for the tragedy that happened, I don't want to sensationalize or take advantage of this, but I do want to give it as part of the history because I, I have a feeling you don't know this story. I probably don't. Probably don't. And and many of the people that subscribe to the Neozaz network shows that are not have not experienced Halloween Horror Nights don't know this story. Uh, and uh, that's another reason I wanted to share it because it is part of its history. It, it's uh, an unfortunate event, but it, it it did happen. So when the very first Halloween Universal Studios Halloween event, like I said, took place in took place in Universal Studios Hollywood, and it was called Fright Nights, and it started on October thirty first in 1986 and rent for three nights so it started on halloween night and spilled which was a friday and spilled over to the following saturday and sunday november 1st and 2nd on its first night the famous tram tour of the studio in the lot is used heavily in their halloween horror nights and this was the start of it was this event and they had transformed it into the terror tram well there was a 20 year old named Paul Ribaldi, or Ribaldi, I'm sorry, uh, Paul Ribaldi, who tragically got killed on the tram. He was a character for the tour. Now, what had happened was the the terror tram was a night version of the backlot tour with a bunch of decor, the Halloween and terror decorations like they do down here, some horrific scary scenes with a lot of characters. Ribaldi was one of the characters. And he was on a tram that was filled with corpses that the passenger tram would eventually go by. And then at the opportune moment, he would jump up and from the corpses and scare the riders on the other tram. Somewhere along the line, during the terror tram run, he got caught between the third and fourth sections of the moving car. And he was oh. tragically dragged for about 100 feet. And when paramedics had come, he was pronounced dead at the scene. Oh, that's terrible. It is terrible. It was the first night of the event. There was no indication anything malfunctioned. No indication anything went wrong or there was a problem even with the tram. It just all seemed to lead up to being a tragic accident. So no changes to the event were made, but safety precautions were heightened for the last two nights. Uh, to what degree? I, I, I can't imagine. I'm sure there was as much as could be done was done because they certainly yeah. did not want this to do again. And it continued throughout the weekend. So the that's terrible. 
I mean, I, I really, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where you you look at these guys who are these characters, as you've coined them, or somebody's coined oh, them. No, that's that, no, that is not mine. Yeah, I don't want to take credit for that. That has been around for. In fact, wait, no, not going to say it. I have the note when that phrase was right. coined and by whom. So these characters, um, they are they are balls to the walls out there doing their thing, and I am really, really shocked that not more of them get hit or you know, beaten on because there's been a couple of times where it's like one of them has gotten me and, you know, I'm already up and ready to clock the son of a bitch because, (laughs) you know, it's just like, it's natural reaction. The guys, the guys are good. They really do scare you. And so you just blow your bloods up and it's like, "Ah, God, yeah, you know? And so to hear that, you know, one of the first characters ever was, was, you know, unfortunately, uh, uh, died as, as a result of doing his job. It's terrible. It's, it's, it is. it's terrible when you hear of any, anyone that's, that's out there. Well, anyone who dies, obviously is terrible, but anybody who's out there doing a job to entertain people and make people in this case, scared, but happy, scared. Um, and you know, they, they pass away doing their job due to an accident or whatever. That's, it's always a terrible thing. It is. It is. And I did not want to tell the story to, like I said, sensationalize it or whatnot. I just wanted to give no. a history on it because uh, the event did start in 1986 and it did not continue in 87 and didn't start up again until it came to Orlando in 91. And I mean, that's that's a very long gap for something yeah. that has such a rich history. What happened in that five years? Yeah. This is largely that explanation behind it. It's a tragedy. And like you said, and you're feeling, you said the exact same things that the feelings I had when I was writing this. I was like, this. I'm sure he was excited as every other character that's ever worked this event. And absolutely. And it's just a shame that something like that would happen to them, to anybody. Well, I am, I'm really happy that the events continued, yep. even though there was a hiatus. Um, and it's, it's really, really terrible that it started out that way. I will say when this subject is brought up, the, the fan community is very much, of the reaction that you gave. So there aren't people making light of it. it. The Halloween Horror Night fans don't make light of it. They respect uh, what he did. They are sympathetic to the tragedy as we are. I think that's a really good thing to see. Uh, absolutely. So I'm happy, and, and I'm happy that, to see that. And I think the fact that this is kind of like not even a, uh, a, a selling point right. for right. Halloween Horror Nights, and they haven't used this in any of their, you know, is it, it, that you actually have to do research to, to, to find this stuff is fantastic, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really, really, uh, you know, it's really good on universal studios. Who's, who's doing all this stuff that they've really just said, yeah, you know what? That's way off limits. Yes. Yeah, that is, that's true. That is a great point. Cause there are companies that would not hesitate to use that to, you know, advertise and push forward. And even if they're doing it in a very respectful manner or whatever, you know, just try and use the sensationalness of that event to sell more tickets. And, you know, obviously I've never heard of this. So universal is not doing it. No, they're not. You're right. You're right. right. And, it's, and I think that's a great thing. It's something I didn't know about for the longest time um, until uh, not studying for this podcast, but learning more about universal. It had come up, but it, it was, uh, I am certainly not, and I'm not, not, bragging I, i'm certainly don't consider myself a casual universal studios fans i i, th- I think i've read <laughs> no. read and talked to more pe- more than my fair share of people and read my more than my share fair share of don't, information on it and it took me a while to find this 
Don't you have your name on a, on one of the stools at Duff Gardens? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Something like that? I don't know. Oh, that's so sad. I went there. Uh, what did I go for? What opened? Some, something? Did something open? Why did I go? I, maybe I just went to... Oh, no. American Ninja was being filmed there. I went to go see the set the other week, and I went to Duff, and it's ridiculous how natural I go to the same seat now without even thinking. <laughs> Uh, in fact, yeah. I went to Duff in Hollywood a couple months oh, ago, God. and they have round stools. They don't have the metal chairs. I felt very uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. <laughs> this just ain't right. That's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What'd you do, Mo? <laughs> right. Ah, oh, anyway. It's like I'm coming for you. Uh, all right. To switch gears a little bit, here's some more information uh, past the tragedy and i thought this was funny because i not funny uh, uh interesting you'll like this the that that for that very first event the tram carried 175 passengers each it reportedly ran 20 trams a night over three days and that comes out to just over ten thousand visitors over the three days i think we walked past more than ten thousand people in line at the walking dead house last year alone that's how much this event has grown oh, since then yeah is that not a crazy wow. number? Can you imagine only 10,000 people attending Halloween Horror Nights over its whole run, regardless of how many that'd, nights it is? That'd be fantastic, actually. That'd be, that'd <laughs> that's true, be right? Empty, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. there'd, be, there'd be like three characters per person. Mm. That is true. That actually might not be a bad thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, it would be a bad thing because then the, it wouldn't keep going and right, getting yeah. better. But, <laughs> but uh, experience-wise, it would be fantastic. <laughs> so that is all I was going to do on this show until... Like the zero hour of getting ready for this, I found something absolutely fascinating, and I couldn't believe this. Long before Halloween Horror Nights ever came, I wouldn't say long, but let's say years before Halloween Horror Nights came to Orlando, finally, there was a, of all places, like the arch nemesis, there was a Disney event, a Halloween event that featured almost all of the iconic Halloween studios monsters. Really? Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it was 1989 to be real specific. It was at Disney village. This is what later would become downtown Disney, which I probably did not take you to, but I bet you Christy and no, I took you there. and your wife. We, okay. I've, yeah, yeah. I thought we'd been uh, there. This was, uh, yeah, this was the beginning stages of what became downtown Disney. So it was their shopping district. What? And, and all that. And they, host different events to drive people there like, like disney does everything they do is a, has a dollar sign behind it one way or another and in 1989 as i said on saturday october 28th from 3 to 8 30 they had an event called walt disney world village presents a happy halloween and there was a costume contest there was a stage show of sleepy hollow there's uh, some photo ops with a couple of of mummies not the boris karloff mummy the you know wrapped head to toe in Sure. gauze mummies and it was also this was uh, this was awesome there's a, a photo op of your child's head in a guillotine with an executioner holding an axe over it on disney property <laughs> but what was to me what just stood out like a sore thumb being the hollywood horror nights fan and universal studios fan and a universal studios monster movie fan was they had walk around characters with their own little uh sets for pictures and photo ops of the phantom of the opera Bride of Frank's Frankenstein, Dracula, Frankenstein's monsters, and the Wolfman. 
And these weren't like, they were like cheap knockoffs. These were as close as they could get with the actors to make them, you know, Bars Karloff, uh, right. uh, Bella Lugosi, Lon Chaney. I mean, they were as dead Damn. on as they could be in, in on Disney property. I was stunned. This was 89? 89, yes. Shit. So just before you, this is why Universal, this is, I don't know, I'm... I have no idea if they license the characters or not. I'm going to say not. <laughs> I don't know that that's right. <laughs> I just, I'm guessing they didn't. But it's almost like a, 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 I don't know if it's an intentional slap in the face or just them taunting Universal because this Universal is now breaking ground for their studio slash park, which is now obviously turned more into park in 89. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know. This was, this blew me away. I did not expect to see this. Interesting. And there is a video clip floating around on YouTube, which I have a link to, and I'll share the link in our show notes uh, if it's still up. I, I someone, it's one of those ones that seems to be. It's, it's certainly someone's home movie. Who knows how long it'll stay up for whatever reason? I, I think it'll be up, but I'll, I'll share it. Uh, but it's a uh, yeah. I was like, this is technically the first Universal Studios <laughs> Halloween event because of the monsters, and I wouldn't say in my book, but in like in a really rough opinion. And I just, I had never known this until just about a month ago. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that was that story. I had to share that because I had never heard of this before. And I had just spent a good portion of 2015 studying everything good about Halloween Horror Nights. And just when I think I'm done, I stumble upon this clip. Right. Yep. So, yeah. Very interesting, I thought. It is pretty interesting, yeah. So that is all I have for the history in this. I'll just talk a little bit about what to expect from this series and what we're going to talk about. Um, as you gathered from what we've already said, we're going to do as in-depth the coverage as we can of all the Halloween Horror Nights, starting with number one, which, as number one. you may or may not know, was not actually called Halloween Horror Nights. We'll get to that when we get to that. Leading up to 24 and then leading into 25, which we talked about, we'll be doing something the second we get home from that event and uh absolutely yeah. <laughs> so well the second we get home from that i don't know man depends how well depends how drunk we are right that's true i really when i when you come for this one i mean i always was the designated driver i'm happy to be designated driver because i get no to- no when when we go for this one we're we're either getting a ride from one of our significant others. Okay, I was gonna say <laughs> you beat me to it because I said when you're coming for 25, I have to drink at that one. Oh yeah, no, for we're, sure. We're, yeah. we're taking a cab, or one of the wives will be driving us yes. because no, oh, this will be an event to yeah. remember. Yes. Well, remember or remember easily. Yes. And if you're a listener of news as or not a listener of news as you've certainly heard that we do a lot of remote recording outside the studio now i think this will be no exception i think this will be the broadest coverage of halloween hard nights we've ever brought to the network of the event itself to the network that that event uh, i agree i think you know between iphone footage and yep. you know whatever recording gear we can get with us that is going to survive the houses yeah <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun yep so to close out, it just so happens, I did not plan this, but it actually kind of gave me a little kick in the butt to get started. Just this past week, we had some announcements on 25, so I'm going to close out with news that we know about. This show is not going to be much about news, it's certainly not going to be about rumors, but when there's something to talk about, we're going to talk about it, and there's two things that came out this week. First and foremost, 
Jack the Clown is back. Now, I know you've seen Jack the Clown, but you have not you have yet to be at an event where he is the icon. That is correct. So I'm curious. I know what my reaction was when I saw the video. What was yours when I sent it to you? Um I clowns and me don't have a good history. <laughs> well, and uh this could be really really good or really really bad. Let's just put it that way. Well, Another good reason we're doing this series, you'll learn why it's important that Jack is back. Right. And I don't know the significance of Jack. And when you sent me the thing, I watched the little thing and I was like, you know what? I I really don't. I want you to tell me about this stuff as we go. Through and it. we will. In fact, that's exactly what happened. I saw the video. I grabbed the link. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I said to Quinn, I go, he's not going to know what this is about. But oh, well. Right. All right. <laughs> so um, I'm actually really, really happy that they're going back to roots. That's cool. Like anytime you're doing a really big event like this and you're you're able to go back to your roots and not have it look dated, which is what I'm hoping happens. That will be awesome. Yeah, this this year is just i i'm always looking forward to this this event i would say i'm looking forward to this event as you take all the all the excitement i had and all the years before and combine it and that is how much i have collectively for just this one event it's i i don't know why i'm so excited about it but the closer it gets the more excited i'm getting i'm i'm just excited because i could uh, honestly the the newness hasn't worn off for me yeah, yet. That's true. That's I, true. Uh, so I'm still like just every year I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, they're doing this. Oh my God, they're doing this. <laughs> like so every year for me is just like better and better and better. The other significant detail. You've never gone you've and have I? I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever gone either where there's been less than seven houses. There's been eight the last few years. One year they went from eight to seven, and I think you were that year because of construction yeah. on a different project. This year is a record nine houses. Yeah. And more houses is good. I don't care if it's <laughs> one more, it's two more. You no. can't have enough houses at Halloween Horror Night. You can't. No, I shouldn't say it. You can't have too many houses at Halloween Horror Nights. Absolutely. Yeah. So that uh, is great news. The only the only time that I would say that it was too many is that if I can't get through them all with my fast pass in one night, then God Fucking oh, damn, that's, that's bad. too many. Yeah. <laughs> right. That means I got to buy two tickets and I got to stay an extra night. And my wife's going to be extra mad at me because it's her birthday time. <laughs> shit. I will be, I'll, I'll be back right after the cannibal house. I swear. I'm going to do it because exactly. I'll be hungry anyway. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there is only, I, I'll, I'll get a snack while I'm there. <laughs> I'll get a turkey leg. It won't <laughs> spoil my dinner. I'll be fine. I'll get, get a baby leg. A turkey leg. <laughs> yeah. A- <laughs> Whatever. Uh, there is I one. It's a baby. I I did say I didn't want to do any speculative stuff, but I do want. I did have this question because I, it's you might have some insight on this. I don't. The first two houses they've released. Not they haven't released the information. They give them their code words, and that's the words that they they build. Mm-hmm. The project is under. I think they file the licensing under. I could be wrong about that, but one of them is Blizzard, and they've had a very big video game presence presence over the past couple of years. So I'm trying to think, and I don't know, can you think of anything that Blizzard puts out that would fit this event? World of Warcraft. Yeah, see, I thought that, but I was like, I don't know. That's really broad. That is really broad. Now, the other thing that I could, well, the thing is, is that it may be promotion for the uh, World of Warcraft movie that's coming out. Oh, there is. Oh, that's right. There is. Right. That's why I immediately said World of Warcraft. The other one is StarCraft. Oh, they do StarCraft? 
Yeah, Starcraft Ooh, could be pretty that'd cool. Be cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, so th- there's there's a lot of stuff. Um, Blizzard also brings up snow for me, so you know. Who knows? It could be something completely not Blizzard. It might not be video game related. Yeah. I mean, I've had all kinds of ideas with Winter. In fact, I, I even toyed with the idea of uh, it being the, the oh, what are they called? Oh, geez. I'm going to, here comes my ignorance. I'm going to call them the Windwalkers, the, the, the zombies from uh, Game of yeah, Thrones. The Game of Thrones one. Now, yeah. The, now, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I know it's not a universal property, but they have universal, as we're going to find out over the next 24 episodes, has worked with. A lot of a people lot of, to license yeah. things, so it could be it could be anything. It's the video game one is, like that. The uh, video game one is no. just one I didn't have a guess for, so I wanted to see what you thought. And honestly, um, if it's if it's winter themed, one of the best houses we've seen is winter. It is. I was a, was a winter themed scene. I admittedly so, thought of that house when I saw the word blizzard. That is yeah. one of my favorite that you and I have gone together. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so you know. It's conjuring all kinds of fun stuff for me. I mean, man, it's one of the things I really haven't done. It's like orcs and and goblins and you know elves and shit like that. So who knows? Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, who nine houses? A budget probably more than they've have seen in the years. And I yeah, I can't imagine what the budget for my paycheck, man. (laughs) Right monthly thank you uh so i did want to see i I wanted to note some things that i'm really looking forward to covering in this episode i want to get your thoughts as well for me well the 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 backbone of this is obviously infotainment so i I, i'm looking forward to discussing the years i don't know but i'm really looking to specific years i had been to and i'm going to mention them now halloween hard night 17 which was subtitled carnival of carnage which is I, I think a lot of people's favorite. It's just one of those ones where people regard it as their all-time favorite, the best one ever, or the most. I wouldn't say hated, but one of the biggest disappointments for people. And there's a reason why, and I'll get more into that. But I think that cool. I, I think that there's more people that love it than dislike it. There's isn't there's a much gray area. There is some, but in the fan community, it seems to be split between the two. But with an overwhelming majority on the the love it side. I want to talk about twenty one. That's the first year and I first year you and I went together. Absolutely. And I, that's that's the one I'm I'm looking forward yeah. to as well. And I can't wait to talk about twenty four because that's the first year we took our friend Dave and uh-huh. has my all time favorite property, intellectual property house that oh. <laughs> I I never jumped up and down like a little child of a Halloween Hard Nights until I saw this posted on their Facebook page. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> So that I'm looking forward to. What are you looking forward to covering? Honestly, I am looking forward to covering everything I've missed. Okay. Um, because we're going, we're going to be going through everything and I've only, I've only been for the last four. So if I go to 25, I'll only have been there for like, like 20% of the Halloween Halloween Horror Nights that have existed. And I just want to see what they've done in the past and, you know, learn about, the clown jack yep jack the clown learn about like all these things that brought us to the point where they are right now because where they are right now is such a high note and such a high point that i just want to see this keep going and going but the history of this stuff is always really interesting yeah um, I'm of course looking to twenty this year's coverage i forgot to mention that that's obvious and uh, i'm also looking forward to people that find this show and have been to the ones we haven't been to and and will hopefully 
send us a message and let us know something we missed or maybe even something that, that we got wrong and share their experience with it. I mean, I really regret oh, not wait, going man. from the... Wait, yep. we don't get anything wrong, do we? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. <laughs> no. your, your Star Wars podcast should have told you how much you get wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> So I'm looking, I mean, I really hope people do share experiences that, that we've missed out on. I mean, that, that will always help. Absolutely. I'll be happy. Even if they listen while we're up to year 20, I'll, I will be happy to share it. And I love learning about things that I really enjoy. So I hope, I hope oh, yeah. they do that. Uh, I- I hope that uh, a feedback section session gets gets part of this podcast on a regular basis, so that we can just share a lot of the stories that we. Because you know, I haven't been there for years. You've been there for a lot of them, but missed some of them. You know, anybody who can clue us in on any of the news or, or any of the the stuff that they've seen in their experiences, be fun to hear. It would. Yep. Yep. Now I think. To close this out, we'll be doing this every episode. I have a bit of a creative question to wrap up each episode. We usually have a common thing on every one of our shows on the network, and this is going to be ours. And my question is actually, this isn't so much creative. We'll get more in creative in the next episode. But my question for us to leave on in this episode is, with 25 coming in, with us knowing so little about it at this recording, what is your number one hope top of your wish list that you're going to see at Halloween Horror Nights 25. So I'm going to go on record right now in (laughs) saying that I'm going to answer this every time that you ask me any question going forward. But um, (laughs) I'm only laughing because I think I know the answer. It's not going to be allowed as any of my answers. It's just going to be my de facto answer, which is Mad Max Fury Road. Um, (laughs) fuck that was good anyway uh i would like to see the scare zones um intensified this year like they were the first year that i went that's what i would really like to see from halloween horror nights 25 they always do a good job on the houses so i know that i'll be having a good time in the houses but the scare zones uh they did a lot of themed stuff in the last few years and some of it worked, some of it didn't for me, but that first year that I went, the scare zones were wicked and they were <laughs> on par and they had the mazes and the smoke and all that stuff. And that's what I would really like to see from Halloween Horror Nights this year. Nice. Okay, cool. For me, I am hoping for another alien slash spaceship type house because every year they've done that they just get better aliens versus predator set i think a super high bar last year for me holy fuck yeah and as much as i i mean i hope they do one again even it doesn't even have to be an intellectual property behind it it could be an original but they've had a couple original uh space houses one in particular i think the one of my uh God, I can't think of the year. We'll get to it. One one year that was uh, one of my favorite houses that I went to more than once because it was it looked so cool and they just get better. So I really hope they keep doing those. It's a simple wish. It's probably a safe wish because I think they've kind mm-hmm. of uh, not. I don't want to say fallen into it. This all sounds negative, but I think they've incorporated. That's a better word. I think they've incorporated the sci-fi element into the event now. Yeah. So I think there's kind of going to be expected to be one. But even with that expectation, I will be looking forward to seeing it. So that is my hope for this year. 
And, and one of the things that I don't know that we've touched on yet and we're going to touch on as we go forward is that um, we talk a lot about, we're going to talk a lot about all of the, the intellectual property houses that they do. Um, and I think that a lot of what gets buried there is that the original stuff that they do is really, really good. Yeah. And every year that I've gone, like, if not my favorite, my second favorite house has been one of their you know, their own creations, not an intellectual property thing, not a movie theme thing or something. It's been one of those, those things where they just come up with their own shit and it's been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I, there's, there's, I mean, I can almost probably pick a favorite intellectual property and then an original and then have a tough time deciding which is my favorite between the two, but maybe not, not even necessarily. So, I mean, <laughs> sometimes where their original stuff is so good, it's far and away it really better. Is. So yeah, I, I actually, I think I downplayed that. So yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And that I think, is, I think one of the things with the um, original stuff that they do is they tell this story as you go through the, the house, right? Where with a lot of the intellectual property stuff, they just try to jam in every freaking reference they can to stories you already know. And that's cool because you get to relive all of these cool stories that yeah. you know, you, these cool scenes that you know. But with the intellectual property or with the stuff that they're, that's not IT based, they're doing this whole thing and they have to tell you the story as you go through the house. And by the end of the house, you're like, that was awesome. That was a great <laughs> story, right? Like, you you get what they were going for. You get that whole story. You get who these characters yeah. were and what was going on. And, you know, if you've ever been to these houses, you're going through them so fast that for them to be able to do that, it's just, it's miraculous. It's fucking awesome. Yep. And that is the era of Halloween Horror Nights we're in. And that's, that is not me saying that. That is me uh, almost directly quoting Mike Aiello, the director of events and specifically Halloween Horror Nights of the art and uh, creative team at Universal Studios. I was at an event this past weekend where he had hosted a panel and that is that is what he said more or less. I don't have the direct quote here, but we had our we had the beginning years, then we had the icon era and now we're in the era of intellectual properties mixed with original content and it sounds like that is where they'll be going for a little while now, maybe almost as long as the icon era, which I am 100% behind. I think Absolutely. that's a great idea. Yeah. So, all right, that actually, I, that's that. I think that's got to wrap it up. That is uh, a, a lot of information. Long. That's much <laughs> longer than I anticipated us going, but I think, I think that proves if we had any doubt that we're, we're we picked a subject we're passionate about, those those yes. doubts have been erased over the past hour. So, <laughs> yeah. So I will just say thanks to everyone listening. And we will begin the year-by-year event coverage of Halloween Horror Nights in our official episode one of the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Hope to see you at 25. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. 
help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening.